If you enjoy Our Sinclair and want to support the show, please visit our page at patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about ATV Simulator. Yeah. Now, if you look at the... Did you take a second to look at the cassette insert of this uh, of this? I just saw the game. cover of it. I didn't actually look at the insert. Uh, I think on the back of the cassette, it says, ATVs are huge in the States and soon to be here. I wonder if that actually came to pass. Well, this, was, this game was from 87. Right. And I will say that when I was a kid... Uh, ATVs. We never called them ATVs. First of all, we called call them, call them four wheelers. Four wheelers. Yeah. yeah. I Everyone to, else in America calls them ATVs, right. but us. Yeah. Yeah. In West Virginia, they're four wheelers. Four wheelers. I wanted one so bad. You did. I wanted one because so bad. Because you don't seem to be like in something that involved danger. Well, as a kid, I sort of I was different. I was oh, I less see. risk averse. Did you get hurt a lot, and that's why you're like you are now? Probably mm. so. Um, I went to my friend's house, um, and she lived over in Scott Depot, the mm-hmm. wilds of Scott Depot. Oh yeah, and uh, and her cousin had a four wheeler. Yeah, and I rode this thing. Yeah, and I remember lying to my mom when I got home because I was so excited to tell her that I rode a four wheeler, mm-hmm. but I didn't want her because she was. Whenever I'd say I want a four wheeler, it was the old Red Rider BB gun. She's like, "You'll die if you get." You'll break your back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, they had an extra helmet, so I rode a four-wheel. There was no helmet. No, you don't want no helmet, 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 especially back yeah. in those days. Right, right. right. But I was tearing through the fields. Oh, so you rode Man, it? Yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. Did you ever ride a four-wheeler back in the day? I've never ridden. A, no, I've never ridden on a four-wheeler. Uh, I, I, never. I've never. Ridden you know, on it's one. a common practice for people <laughs> to live in this very neighborhood, the neighborhood of Amigo Studios, to tear through our our road on a four-wheeler late into the night. I've seen four wheels on every road around us except the interstate. It's yeah. the only place on there. I mean, any other road, you're just going to see any them. street. The suckers are they're like horses. I've yeah, been, I've seen horses on those same roads too. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I think you're right. Tear and tear through. And I'll tell you, we don't live out in the super sticks. No, out there, that's how they get around. Mm-hmm. Four wheel, right up in the woods. You just see suckers. I've been. I remember visiting Cabin Creek one time. It was my granny lived up there. And you, about five people just came, emerged from the woods on these things. There was no road. There was no path. These guys were out in the woods just riding around. Did you could grandma, do it. Did your grandma know Jerry West? Uh, my mom did. Really? Yeah. My mom knew him, yeah. It's funny you should mention that. They went to school together. Wow. Yeah, there you go. A little tidbit for you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Zeke from Cabin Creek. Yeah. Is that what they call him? Yeah. Oh, my God. No one knows who Jerry West is, aside from uh, except for the fact that he's the, the logo of the NBA. Well, yeah, but no, NBA is not. I guess the if people watch. They're bigger than the Germany, NFL, man. Really? Yeah, I didn't know the that. The NFL's world famous. It's not like the you NFL. Mean, I mean the NBA. Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Jerry West is like a pretty big deal basketball player around here. He's, he's the lo- he's the logo of the in, in the NBA. If you see the guy in white that's dribbling the basketball, he's from West Virginia, yeah. Cabin Creek. Look that's it crazy. up. That's crazy. That's crazy. Think about he's it. He's got to be the most famous person that's ever been from the state. I have to think about that. Chuck Yeager, yeah, probably that'd second. Be the, that'd be the one I would probably pick. I'd say, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be I guarantee you, you pull people, like you show them the NBA logo, they recognize that more than they recognize yeah, the face of Chuck Yeager. but I couldn't tell Chuck you who Yeager. the logo was. I mean, I've heard that, but I couldn't have said that. I wouldn't know for sure. Yeah. I'm not a big basketball guy, so I like the Globetrotters. That's, about it. That's true. They are a fine team. <laughs> but no, when it comes to four-wheeling, uh, uh, 
it's still super popular here. I wonder if it actually caught on in the UK or overseas. It would be interesting to know if that if that came to pass. Perhaps you can leave us a comment to let us know how oh. big ATVs Duncan got. Duncan Style says most quad bikes are illegal on UK roads. <laughs> well, they're illegal here too. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody cares. There's only there's no rules in West Virginia. There's no. just suggestions. Who's gonna stop you? Yeah. Nobody. That's no, who. No, because so, you're you've got a rifle strapped across your back. As and I will say, it. yeah, and but suckers do use them for farm stuff. Yeah. Or, or, or like, there's okay, lots of legit conservation uses. stuff mudding. like that. Yeah, yeah. mudding is one. Yeah. Back roads are bogging up. People get killed on them all the time. Whenever you watch the news, I mean, WSAZ every night, it's like he was killed in an ATV. Because these yeah. things, they flip at the touch all the of time. Yeah, yeah. Or you get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. That happens sometimes. Because you're, you're on the road. You're driving on the road. It's at night. Road. It's not like they have big, huge headlights. Right. And you're, it's totally lights. open. It's like riding a motorcycle. Yeah. So. When you go up in the haulers, though, they're every, I saw you here up in the haulers, those things buzzing along. You ever so. have anybody cruising by the mountain in a, in a four-wheeler? I know my buddy drove his motorcycle up Mud Mountain, and he said he would never do that in a million years ever again. I rode up too, there in the minivan, and it, it was, was too no deadly. Good. By the way, yeah. Mud Mountain's for sale. Did I mention that? You haven't mentioned it on this Mud show. Mud Mountain is for sale. If you are in the uh, Charleston, West Virginia metro area, and you are looking for a desirable place in which to hang your hat, the former residence of Amigo Aaron is up for sale yeah. for it's the low, beauty. low price of ten large, ten thousand dollars. You get the whole size of the mountain. Yeah. It's all yours, mm-hmm. and no lawn mowing either. I can tell you that. You don't have to worry about stealing your air. People stealing your air conditioner. It's bolted into the That's window. That's right. You know, kind of think about it, an ATV probably would have done pretty well up there. Now that I think about well, it. Well, you used to park your car down there at the foot of the mountain, halfway down, right? Yeah. Halfway down, yeah. so you could have parked an ATV and then ridden it up the rest. They of would the have way. stole that in less than a second. Really? That's not that people steal your ATV. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's, that's still everything. Yes. <laughs> this is how it is. <laughs> it's the way it is right You need here. your own reality show called Life on the Mountain. It, no, got, it I don't live like, on the mountain now. Well, back in the day, could you imagine if a camera crew followed you around? Yeah, they get to see me in my underwear eating pizza and smoking cigars while I drank bourbon and watched Japanese pro wrestling at 4 a.m. Sounds like a great show to me. <laughs> I'd tune in. I'd watch Book it. it. <laughs> Aaron, let's talk about this week's game, ATV Simulator. ATV now. I'd never played this, but I, this one has somewhat of a reputation. That I mean, I'd actually heard of this one. That's, have you heard of this one before? This, I, this is a, Pixels at Dawn. Uh, I remember him from way back saying this was one of his favorite games on the Specky, and it was in one of the uh, many packs of games that we've received as mail from our uh, from from our fans from around the world. So this one's over on your shelf. I right have now? an actual physical copy <laughs> of ATV Simulator. Well, that I probably here. should have brought it over here yeah, to the table. No forethought at all. No. So. Uh, this game, of course, uh, came out uh, way back. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, for the Specky in '87. This thing also got a, and also for the C64. This thing also got an Amstrad release. I wish I'd looked at that because I didn't find that out till today uh, in '88. So there was an Amstrad release of this particular. I'd like to be interested to see what it looks mm-hmm. like, you know. And the C64 probably looked pretty good. I didn't look at it either. Um, so this was published by Codemasters. Uh, and uh, was uh, worked on by several folks. Uh, you had Tim Miller. Now, Tim Miller's name struck struck out for me because he worked on the uh, uh, the sequel to Minor 2049, or Bounty Bob Strikes Back. Wonderful, Did you ever man. play that game? Oh, man. Oh, if I, I played Bounty Bob Listen, Strikes I didn't Back. know. I knew you'd played the first one, dude. Now, one thing all these people had in common is apparently these guys were these simulation masters. <laughs> so James Wilson worked on this game. He worked on BMX Simulator 1 and 2, Jet Ski Simulator, Grand Prix Simulator. Okay. Jet, wait, I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> Jet Bike Simulator. I'm still not done, by the way. Pro BMX Simulator, Pro Ski Simulator. So you've got a lot of simulators in there. Let me tell you something about it. As somebody who's played some of these games on streams before, the word simulation is thrown around quite a bit on the spectrum. 
Listen, <laughs> now I'm going to give you the reason why. Okay. Okay? You're mocking it, and you should. It's funny. But uh, in the early days of computers, <clears throat> simulators, were there was a very high uh, desire for simulators because the thought was, this is going to sound hokey, but it's true. I swear to you it's true. Computers were there to simulate uh, real events. They simulate, uh, I mean, and, and not in a comical way. Like, remember when we reviewed the... Uh, uh, tennis game uh, for the Specky sure. a while back. That yeah. was another one. Remember, this is as close as you can get to actual tennis. You know, or this is as close as you can get to... And that's that that had a lot... Of, it carried a lot more weight in those early days of computers. Now it seems sort of dopey. But it... So, when you labeled something something on the simulator, it, there was... It was... The thought was that would give the give the title a little more weight. Right. In, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Sure, absolutely. Whenever I see... <laughs> Yeah. Whenever I see the word simulator next to a game, I want to play it because I want to know what it's like to do that thing. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Now, you know, the third member of the team, we've mentioned Tim Miller and Jason uh, uh, Wilson. Third member of this team, the music man on this one. And I will Brimble, say... Rimmel, right? That was David Whitaker. Now, David Whitaker. This, David Whitaker uh, has done a ton of music, as, you, as you'll as you know, because he did, worked on the Amiga... Uh, he did a ton of stuff. He did Shadow of the Beast, Obliterator, Speedball. He did a lot of stuff. And C64 did a ton of stuff. Uh, and he, I will say, this game uh, does not sound as a sound would normally on a Spectrum. I thought it actually had legitimate music in this game. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It was okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, normally we joke about the sound that comes out of this thing. This was probably the best music compilation or, or, or tune or whatever that I've heard on the Spectrum. Now... That much said. <laughs> That's low praise because I turned this down pretty low when I. <laughs> I needed I it almost immediately. I wasn't expecting music, yeah. and so when I heard music, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and then after a while, I'm like, "That's got to get down. I got to turn that mm. sucker down." So I mean, it's but I mean, still, I'm gonna give it credit because I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was real good actually. Now, uh, <clears throat> getting back to it, this uh, was made for the 48K. Now this game has some interesting uh, gimmicks here, Boaster. Two player. Play. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Did you, I guess you didn't get to play a, d- a double game in this no, thing, did you? I, I was solo. Flying solo, just like life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell Eep that you said that. <laughs> See how that gets over. Um, you've got uh, a, a great control set up on this. You've got the, refi- the redefinable keys, which I love. I actually played this in two different ways. I played with a stick or a gameplay and with the keys. You've got to you've got to break yourself of this <clears throat> habit of only playing Spectrum games with the Listen, keyboard. Listen, I play them. Um, how I feel is natural. And I can see a guy with a Spectrum. He didn't have a fancy cartridge with a gimmick on it. He's just got the little black number there, and he's going to work with his hand. That's what I do. Okay. I like the tactile pleasure. Of course, I don't have the actual Spectrum, so I don't get it. But still, I can pretend, all right? <laughs> don't burn down my bridge boat. Um, <clears throat> so when this thing uh, debuted, uh, it was selling for uh, £1.99p. Boy. That's a that's a killer price. Yeah, that game. is that's a low. This debuted at one pound nine. That's what according to according to these two reports that I dealt wow. up. That okay, was, okay. That was a, that's a that's a cheap deal. Yeah. Uh, so that's not too bad. Now, what do you do in ATV simulator? You simulate riding an ATV. It's like you're there. Now, uh, before we get into this game too far, I play a game on the Xbox and the PC called Trials. Yes. All right. Uh, now. I have read 
that this game is very similar to a game I haven't played called Kickstart. Yes. Have you played Kickstart, Bo? Yes. You did play it. I played it on the Atari. Oh, okay. So yeah. now, uh, are there similarities between yes. the two? Kickstart, your sprite is a lot smaller. Okay. So you can see a lot more of the board. But it's yeah. the same general thing where you are traveling at a relatively low rate of speed right. and you're trying to you know ne negotiate this course of various height obstacles and going off ramps and things like that very similar i would say that the uh if you look at the line of evolution it would go you know kickstart and then atv simulator is somewhere in the middle between kickstart and trials now so I mean, but trials they i'm assuming the reason i brought that up is they had to have played this oh I, well i mean because if not this game then kickstart for sure yeah because th this is a uh, uh, very when i started playing this, i almost felt at home i still suck mm -hmm. but i almost felt at home because it's, it's very similar yeah absolutely it's like an old friend what i do like is there are, so basically you're a dude and the first thing i like about this game is that you have there's a running start you have to run to your TV. <laughs> that tickled me something fierce. It is pretty it funny. Tickled me. I would like to see that on more racing, like at a NASCAR race. Have all the drivers just hightail <laughs> it. You'd be their all cars. Bo and Luke Dukes. You know, the people sliding across the hoods and Man, jumping through the window. That's what the sport Man, needs to give it a shot it, in the arm. Bo, you should be running NASCAR. So once your your poor uh, transparent guy runs to his, his ATV, he gets on this sucker and it guns it. That's something else I like. Just fire that thing up. At the top of the screen is a speed a la track and field. Mm -hmm. A speed dial. or It's more like a line. A gauge. Yeah, a gauge. Thank you. And then you got a fuel gimmick, and mm -hmm. then you got your time at the bottom. Right. And how much time you got left. Mm -hmm. That's all you need, right? This is another game. Of course, I, since the game is split in the half, you'd think I'd be whining about that. This is a la... Uh, 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 Lotus Esprit One, where they remember they did that same mm -hmm. shtick, where you just had like a blank screen. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dock them. No, because the sprites are big. You can see what's happening. There's, there's plenty of screen. I don't got a problem with it. No, and so normally I would, I would chastise a game for that. But this time they, it works. They yeah. pull it off. Plus it's got, you got two players. So mm -hmm. if you want to do two doubles, so. You hop on your motor scooter or your uh, four-wheeler. No one says motor scooter anymore, do they? Well, especially when they're describing a four-wheeler. <laughs> yeah. You hop on your motor on your motorized ATV and you take off down the course. Now, uh, uh, you're, this is not a game where you hit, hit the throttle and just go as fast as you can. No. You'll be brutally murdered. This is the opposite of that. Unfortunately, that's my usual modus operandi. <laughs> and even after playing Trials for years, I still cranked it up. Now, uh, and you are faced with a series of obstacles on various tracks. Uh, you you have a you have basically your four directions plus you have a jump button all right or jump uh, for your guy slash the ATV so you can at certain points you can hit the button and your ATV will shoot up in the air mm -hmm. right uh, there is a lot of meticulous uh, calculated uh, work in terms of lifting and lowering the front of your of your vehicle uh, to get over objects uh, just like trials. Uh, this meticulous maneuvering, well, I was not very good at. And so I only made it, there are six, you've got six levels in this. I made it to the fourth level, which was the pyramids level. That's exactly where I made it to. And then I, it's a, and that was a miracle, the times I got there. So let's go over the, the levels of this. You've got your... No, I take it back. I got past there. Oh, okay. I so you got, got the, the Tropicana. Yeah, I got so the Tropicana. You've got the first level is called Sand Duning. Self-explanatory. I wish that they would have made it a little cooler, Sand Duning. 
apostrophe. Well, what do you want? You can't. Because we'll look at the second level. What's the second level called? Grass tracking. Yeah. Yeah. Grass tracking. What are you doing this weekend? Grass, Grass tracking. Yeah. Uh, so in the first level, this actually the first level and the second level are pretty. The first level is not that uh, obstacle heavy. The main problem that I had with the first level is that there are several pyramid-shaped objects that are built out of large stones. Yeah, they're and just can, like big rocks. Yeah, you can you can get hung up on those, sort of caught up in the the the, um, the geography or the geometry of the, yeah. the stones. One of the things that I wish that you could do in this game is that you, when you wreck, you hop off. You're you're, you're thrown you're violently. violently thrown. Right. I was say hop off. <laughs> yeah, your guy goes high into the sky. Right. I wish that you could do more with the ATV off your bike. Like when I got hung up on those rocks, I wish the guy could get behind the ATV and just push it up and over because I had such a hard time just freeing myself so I could get to a point where I could continue. The funny thing, I love that aspect of it too. By the way, you have mm. when you get violently thrown off, unlike trial. Your guy has to run. Of course, in trials, you're brutally murdered. Mm -hmm. And this, you have to sort of run back and get back on the ATV. Now, that's not easier sounding than it actually is because you have to sort of line up yeah. looking the same way as the ATV. Yeah. But you sort of have to run behind it and then kind of do a quick turn and then kind of jump on. Mm -hmm. But it is there's something fun about jumping on an ATV. I do. I, I like that aspect of the game. Uh, so, uh, but what can be difficult is when you when it, you wreck on a particularly bad area, and and it, it, amazingly, I found all the worst possible areas, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then you're like your ATV would be teetering. And sometimes I would just run out of time because I couldn't get back on the ATV, yeah, or, or I couldn't get to the ATV too. So anyway, sand dune and not so tough. Then you've got grass track, and there's a lot more higher obstacles than that, and obstacles that take you up real high and then a big chunk will be missing. You've got to sort of get across the chunk. Mm -hmm. More difficult. But again, it's mostly handling the vehicle, not so much the actual obstacles that are really tough. You just have to, once you learn to pattern, you're okay. Then you get to the icebergs. That's the first time you really get to the, uh, the uh, difficult areas of where you actually have to get over a weird obstacle. Mm -hmm. In this case, there are some seals with like balls or yeah. whacking them in here, but I managed to get past that mm -hmm. one too. And it's just, when I say icebergs, just you're sort of underwater. Like I guess ice water. It's a weird sort of thing. And you're, you're not sure what the ground but is. And the there. background's white. I mean, these are the graphics you would come to expect. Your guy's color is whatever the background mm -hmm. is. Then you get to the fourth level pyramids. The pyramids are tough. The obstacles are just really tough. It's just, I, it's a tough level. I, I truly believe mm. I only got past it once, and I think it was mostly luck. I just had a lucky break. So I had to, I had to watch the fifth and sixth levels, and these levels I got to talk yeah, about. So. I, I got to the Tropicana level. Where I, I'm impressed. And this was the the introduction, the debut performance of the Birds of Doom. If you've ever seen Bird Demic, I don't know if <laughs> people have seen this movie, but it's sort of like a, a cut rate version of Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. These birds come straight from Bird Demic. These haunt these big hovering scumbags. Mm -hmm. It's funny that this game... In, now, this is something Trials doesn't have. It, there's no birds in and, Trials. And, and, or, or weird... Or, I mean, and there's more stuff to talk about that. But because on, on the Tropicana board, you've got, you've got your birds. Then you've also got to jump across these floating logs. And you've also got crocodiles. You're mm -hmm. going to... You know, in the true James Bond, live and let die fashion, you're going to drive... Have you ever seen that one? Mm -hmm. Bond runs across the backs of a bunch of crocodiles. And this one, you're driving across their backs. Much mm. more dangerous, I guess, to run across. Them. I don't know. But the birds are the worst. And But the thing that gets me in this level, and I, I don't get this. I mean, you've got a time limit. But, I mean, the birds, just there's nothing you can do. They just come down and accost you. Right. You know, and I don't know what in God's name is going on in the world 
where this would happen, but they don't ever go away. They, because they, they're they, here to stay. After they accost you on that level, they come back for the sixth level, which is a swamp. The swamp level is just dismal. Like, why would you drive your ATV in this swamp? Because you've got the, the floating logs are back, plus the crocodiles, plus the birds, plus you've got swarms of insects that right. come down. Well, it's a fitting final level for the game. No. Because you can't get away. Where would you place your final level? No, it's not the level I'm talking about. It's the fact that they have these floating obstacles that you can't avoid. I, I don't know how you could possibly avoid them. You run right into them. And so your guys endlessly get knocked off, and you have to run jump back on real quick. And I guess the only way to get past it is just to be super quick about getting back on your ATV and taking back mm -hmm. off. Because, I mean, the, yeah. the, the obstacles are super thick. Yeah, you really just have to... It's, it becomes a time thing at that point. But that much said... It's funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I laughed my butt off watching whoever played that playthrough <laughs> go through this. I mean, swarms of insects and crocodiles and stuff. You would, you know, we don't have crocodiles in West Virginia. No, not thankfully. Often. Yeah. Or alligators or whatever it is. We, we have crocodiles in America. Those are. Is that? I thought we had alligators. Is that what? I think we've got alligators. They've got crocodiles in the like the uh, Africa. I think South America. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So I guess these are probably... I don't know where this game takes place. Well, but we don't know that they're not alligators. Yeah, they could be in like the deepest parts of the, of, of the jungle of Africa. Mm -hmm. We don't know. But they look pretty big. So we, normally you wouldn't drive your ATV over them. Not, I'm sure not Pete, often. PETA I mean, would, not be, would not be pleased no. with, with that aspect of it. Nevertheless, uh, it, I like the game. Uh, I like the way that it looks. I mean, it's got the usual color issues that a Spectrum game has. Uh, um but the coloring is, is you know, the it's, grasslands are green. It's pleasant. You know, the, yeah. uh, the desert's yellow. The mm -hmm. snow is white. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not that difficult. It's like, it's like rocket science. It's not like a, the game we played, it was it last week, where it just inexplicably, the green part was Paperboy. Yeah. The green part was off the screen, and the rest of the screen just looked like transparent. No mm -hmm. good. This is this was more fun than yeah, Paperboy. Yeah, the, the color design is much better in ATV yeah. Simulator. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, in fact, it's funny. I don't know. Maybe it's just we've played the Spectrum for a while, but I don't even think about it much until we talk about it. I just, when I was playing it this week, I didn't even think much about it. What did you think of this one? I had a real good time with this game. Um, this is, I, I like Trials too. Mm -hmm. uh, I like these games that are sort of short bursts of action. You know, the courses are all relatively short. Uh, I did find once, uh, you know, once I got to the birds, I realized that this game is just out out for your blood. He needs a, a revolver. Yeah, yeah. You need to you need to have some sort of a projectile in this. I game. mean, if you're going to ride your bike in a swamp, you need to bring a gun or right. something. Right. Because you know, at the end of the day, like you said, when you get to these harder levels, it's not about having enough skill to get around the obstacles. It's having enough skill to jump off your bike and how fast can you jump back on so you can finish the race in the time allotted. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, but I was not very good at this game. I try. I could not under. Ex and it trials was the same way. It takes you a while to grasp the the how. Okay, the let thing me ask controls. you a question. Did you read the docs? <laughs> no. Okay, that's all that needs to be docs. said. Docs. So the docs explain how you need to position your bike to get over these various things. Oh yeah. Okay. So rule number one is you never want to land with your wheels pointing down. You land with your wheels pointing down, you're going to crash all the time. All right. Uh, rule number two is that you've got to you've got to approach different height obstacles at different angles. Okay, so like what works for one obstacle may not work for all of them, and then it's just playing it over and over again to remember. Like at this one, I'm going to hit it at a 45, but this one it's got to be a 30. Uh -huh. You know that sort of a deal. 
And it takes time. It takes it, practice. It takes dedication, and it takes real talent. Well, hey, listen, I got as far as you, almost as far as you did. Smart, smart, but I never see that. So uh, I looked up some uh, reviews on this bad boy. Uh, it did pretty good. It, it did okay. Not great. Uh, World of Spectrum, 8.15. Mm-hmm. They're very generous. They're way more generous over there than they are even on Lemon. Uh, Crash only gave this 66%. They were not that impressed. Uh, Sinclair users, 6 out of 10. Same thing. And uh, yours, Sinclair, gave it 8 out of 10. They were a little a little kinder to it. Where do you, you, where know, do you think it would fall in that in that in that uh, area? There? Whenever we we think about you know, the, I always think about the price. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. was one pound ninety nine p. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, good. Point. I got two pounds worth of fun out of this game and some. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, and some. I I, I got to agree with you on that, dude. I mean, uh, it, it was definitely worth two bucks. Yeah. So as a budget title, to me, this is about as best as you can get. Um, I think that. A two-player game, sitting with your buddy, you know, watching them go. Of course, it's hot seat; it's not simultaneous, but that adds a ton of replay, replay value. Um, I think that the animations—they could have gone real lazy with the animation when you wreck. They could have just had your sprite <laughs> just go like, Meh. but no, yeah. it shows your guy flailing around. That's another reason why I'm sure the trials guys play because I mean, your guy wrecks spectacular. It's a ragdoll type thing, and you could even yeah. you could be getting mauled as you as you come across the finish line. It still mm-hmm. counts. So it's also. You know, this was a, a real hit in the Discord this week. People were posting pictures of their high scores and stuff. And uh, uh, and uh, some people were finishing the race with Flair, which mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed. Speaking of those guys, Woo! we got some uh, user uh, and listener uh, reviews here. Our good buddy Pixels of Dawn, a, a tightly focused uh, time trial game for one or two players where perfecting your run and mastering the obstacles is paramount. Looks great, sounds okay. But it's challenging enough to keep you coming back again and again. Assuming a vulture doesn't fly off with your bike, obviously nine out of ten. Uh, those vultures or whatever uh, they could have been vultures. I didn't really think of what they were. I'm guessing turkey vultures around here. Mm. Uh, Graham W. Bebke, uh, our good buddy, uh, says this game had me comparing it to the Kickstart series, which is my preference here. However, this game is still decent. It's a little slow, but most annoying thing is getting unfairly stuck. On Tropicana, if you crash those crocodiles, it takes forever to get your ATV off again. And your ATV gets stuck behind obstacles less than half the height of your wheels. So your ATV really isn't an ATV. It's got a valid point there. ATVs generally can get out of anything. Mm-hmm. Enjoyable all the same, 7 out of 10. Oh, our good friend uh, Chris Folds says, A fun kickstart clone with an incredibly cramped view window for the size of the characters. A few annoying traits, such as your bike ending up on the top of the pyramid with nowhere to get to it, and those bloody birds distract from the enjoyment. And the time limits are especially harsh on later levels. I still enjoyed it, though. 7 out of 10. And I So, sort of what, echoing what we said, for the most part. Uh, pretty fun. There can be moments where you kind of get screwed. Uh, and, and I don't care how good you are. If you get stuck in the wrong spot, you're going to be tough. It's going to be tough sailing to get back up to get your bike. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we did get a new... Uh, iTunes review. Aaron. Oh, beautiful. This one comes all the way to us from the United Kingdom. Okay. Uh, this is from Neash72, who says, Great podcast, and really great to hear a USA perspective on the games of my youth. It's like discovering them all again. If you had a Specky back in the day, get listening now. So thank you, Niash. And we encourage all of you out there that enjoy the show to leave us a review on iTunes. iTunes is sort of the aggregator that all of the other podcatchers uh, glean their their recommendations from. So it really means a lot to us if you could leave us a, a review. Um, and I also want to thank all of our supporters for this show. Uh, you guys really 
your support on Patreon really means a lot to us. It helps us keep this show going week after week. Uh, we have a new Patreon supporter this oh, week, sweet. Aaron. A guy whose name is Cap'n Crispy. Oh, wow. He's doubling up. He's doubling up. He's supporting us on both Amigos and our Sinclair. Thank you, Cap'n. Thank you, Cap'n. You know what they say about you and the Cap'n? No. You can make it happen. Oh, who says that? Me. I don't, is that from something? It's from me. Oh, wow. Well done. Um, I think it was also a Captain Crunch uh, yeah. thing. Why didn't you say that when I... I didn't know. I, I, and, and you should just take full credit for it. Maybe you should be writing jingles. I should. Um, you not, shouldn't be singing them. That's for sure. Well, I mostly perform. I'm a performer. Oh, is that what that is? They call it a vocalist. Oh. That's what I do. That's a, yeah. Um, I'd like to thank all of our fine supporters, our Sinclair supporters on Patreon. Cap'n Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbonaut, Graham W. Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Harrington, and Christopher Hassel. And a special shout out to you Clive's Club members that chose this game for us this week. Good we choice. Really, we, we, I, yeah. I loved it. I, I loved did too. It. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I just thought you got to get better at it, but yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. I also want to thank all the fine folks that are hanging out with us live on the YouTube chat this week. We got Picard 2005, Edvin Helland, Retrobox, Retroman Cave, John Mullins, Pixels at Dawn, Terror K. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Uh, it's always a party live watching us. Uh, we record the show every Friday around 6-ish. Uh, we usually do Amigos before this show, and then we go right into Iris Sinclair. If you could join us live on YouTube, it's, 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 a, it's a really fun time. Plus, you get to see all of the hidden banter sections between the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're really missing out there. <laughs> so, guys, thanks as always for uh, listening. Keep on playing the spectrum. Until next week.